0: You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's a.k.a. Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where
1: we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. So Andrea, as the weeks go by and, you know, all of the towns are getting more and more excited and into all the stuff they have to do, I'm going to guess you might be getting an email or two about, hey, what do I do for this? Or where do I go for
0: this? <laughs> yeah, you know what? We hear from a lot of writers. We have 10,000 writers, and every single one of them sends us an email <laughs> and we do our best <laughs> to answer all those messages. Um, and don't get me wrong, we love talking to the writers. It gets us excited for the ride and it yeah. rem- reminds us of why we're doing what we're doing. Oh, for sure. Um, but it does take a while to get through all the messages. Right. So I thought today on I'll do a parent talk and I have oh, yeah. a really awesome Keras article for you today. But I also wanted to kind of talk through some of the major questions that we've been having. Awesome. Just to kind of, you know, clear the air, get, put some concerns to rest. Or just sort of fill people in on what we're planning and how things are going. Oh, perfect.
1: And also when we listen to this parrot talk, um, note Andrea is going to tell everybody the hotline. So if you don't need an answer right away, you could call the RAGBRAI hotline, which will then possibly get your question answered on a future RAGBRAI 101 episode. That's right. Yeah. And it's so exciting that we're we've reached that point in the year. <laughs> already. I know it is awesome. So okay, well, here's Andrea and a Parrot Talk. Yep.
0: You're listening to a Parrot Talk. That's right. This is AP, and I'm coming to you quote unquote live from Parrot Talk Studios here in downtown Des Moines. I know in the intro to this podcast, I said I was going to do four different things. I've made a lot of promises. So I'm going to try to fulfill each and every one of those in this Parrot Talk. First one, how do you call in with a ragby 101 question? Now that could be from a newbie who genuinely has a question who they that they would like to be answered. Or if you're an oldie and you have a tip or a trick or something that you would like us to talk about on the podcast, feel free to call in too. We'd love to hear from you. So that phone number is 515 303 0385. And for those of you who are a little bit nervous or shy, well, we will play your voicemail on the podcast if we pick it, but we won't be answering the phone. You'll just be calling in, leaving a message uh, with your question. And if you, make a mistake, just call in a second time and redo it. No worries. Or we will edit it because believe me, we edit out a lot of ums and ahs. So, there you go. Ragbrai 101 hotline 515-303-0385 and those messages will be incorporated into future episodes of the Just Go Bike podcast as we start uh, back up our Ragbrai 101 series, which is so exciting to even be thinking about that at this point. I mean, how are we already just under 130 days till Ragbri. I mean, woo! Better get working. Okay, so that's one promise. Number one of four. Number two of four. How is Ragbri going? How is our planning going? Well, I'll start by saying this. Awesome. Okay, so we just had the Ragbri overnight town meeting where we gather all the overnight towns for Ragbri 2022 in one room and we talk through all sorts of different logistical things. And part of that is bringing in our towns from 2021 to give advice to these people so that they have, you know, we can give as much advice as we want, but sometimes it's better coming from the horse's mouth where they're saying, you know, X, Y, and Z really worked for us. I would avoid W. So that was really cool. We had people from CARE Ambulance, our ambulance service, come and talk. We had a state troopers come and talk. We had the Iowa Alcohol and Beverage Division come and talk. So we tried to cover it. We had someone coming from, geez, I don't know what it's called, but he was a train guy. We had a train guy. Um, and they all gave really informative, interesting presentations. And more than that, I gave a presentation. My presentation was about the experience that the writers, how to make the best experience for the writers so that your community is unforgettable on RAGBRAI, how to basically tie all that information together and you know, just be great hosts. So that was really fun. And it's just always a joy to meet the people from the communities who are working really hard to create RAGBRAI for us. Uh, These people are all volunteers. So it's just mind boggling to think about how much time they put into hosting us on RAGBRAI. So that being said, if you ever meet anyone from your RAGBRAI communities when we ride through, say thank you, shake their hand, um, give them a high five because they earned it and more. The other thing I'll say about Ragbury planning, obviously, we were hoping that the Ragbury route would come out the first week of March. Well, you know what else? Iowans know what else happened that first week of March. Giant tornadoes came through. Uh, so we weren't able to, you know, we don't want to be in conflict with the coverage about those communities that got hit by the tornadoes. A lot of the communities that got hit are ones that we just rode through within the last couple of years. I mean, any community is devastating to hear about like that, but it really hit close to home, really personal, when, you know, say Winter Set got flattened and we just we were just there. So we didn't want to conflict with that. Then we had to sort of reincorporate ourselves because part of releasing the route is we publish each day of the Ragby Route on the day that it would be ridden. By ragby writers, so we start on Sunday, we go through Monday, Tuesday, blah blah blah. Part of that is publishing it in the newspaper, so we had to make sure that we were right at the right place in the news cycle, so that you know they had room for us, because that is one. You know, the newspaper is a really important way to get the word out. I'll be sharing the information on social media as well. Long story short, we are going to start releasing the full ragby route on the last Sunday of March, so get ready for that. Um, it's a fantastic route for a lot of really fun pass-through towns and meeting towns and my favorite one on the list is oh sorry can't tell had to edit it out um i'm just i'm so pumped i'll be back to the overnight towns in another couple weeks but i know that ann and matt will be back out there in a couple days so we try to bring out the different team members um, I know that everyone, everyone on our team will be out to visit the overnight towns at some point in some capacity. So it's just really exciting to, to get to talk to people and to share our knowledge in each of our areas of expertise. Okay. I just realized that Suzanne, I don't think is traveling and Suzanne is a crucial part of our graphic design team. So sorry, Suzanne did not mean to leave you out, uh, but she does most of her work from home because it's graphics and she supports us wonderfully in that way. So didn't want to pretend like I, you know, I kind of fudged that up. All right, got it. So that's two things I said I was going to say in the intro. The third thing is we have had a lot of emails in our info inbox. And as a part of trying to get back to people more often and try to have a quicker turnaround time on our emails, we have hired Erica Detterman, and she will be our full-time customer service representative Erica is in freaking credible. She started off working for Ragbri approximately nine years ago as a salesperson in the merchandise trailer. Um, always been one of my favorites. Dream come true to work with her full time. She knows Ragbri inside and out. So she's been working on the inbox. Our backlog is pretty much cleared for the info inbox. So Erica's been doing just a bang up job on the info inbox. And, uh, it's been a joy to have her on the team already. It's been three weeks and I'm looking forward to more. So if you email and you haven't had a response, it probably means we haven't received your email. So try to send it again to info at ragbri.com. I N F O at dot And she will get back to you within a day. Probably. She's been doing just a really awesome job. If you message our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for Rag that's me responding and it will probably take me, I try to do 24 hours, but sometimes it's 48. Okay. But you know, same diff, we'll give you the same information either way. But that being said, I wanted to go ahead and address, there have been a couple of recurring questions that we get over and over again. So I thought maybe I'd just kind of talk through a couple of them to help, you know, educate the masses. Uh, We want to make things as clear and transparent to you as possible. And we want to make sure that when you head out to Ragbri, you know what you're in for and you are perfectly prepared and you, you know, to whatever extent you want, you know exactly what you're going to be doing on the ride and when and where and how and why. So I think the most common question that we're getting right now is where do I park my car in Lansing? Are you going to be offering long-term parking in Lansing or Sergeant Bluff, either side of the RAGBRAI route? The answer is yes, we will absolutely be offering long-term parking, um, but it's just a little bit early to be have that information ready. This All of it is organized by the Sergeant Bluff and Lansing ragbri Overnight Town Committees. They've been a committee for, yeah, I don't know, a month and a half now. So they have worked through a lot of information, but part of taking your information for long-term parking is that they need your wristband number. Okay? So we don't issue wristband numbers until May 1st. It's not possible for them to have published information yet. So just give it a little bit more time. The information is going to be out there. It's going to be highly unlikely that it sells out. You're going to be able to pay and then park your car for the full week. Uh, So that information is coming and it usually is somewhere. It's, it can't be right at the dip site because just of the way on either end because Sergeant Bluff is just off of the river and because Lansing doesn't have a lot of parking space next to the the dip site, but usually it's fairly close. It's usually near where the rag baggage trucks drop off their baggage or have the baggage ready for you to pick up. I mean, um, and, or we have shuttles. So we try to make it easy for you to get from where you're dipping your tire to where your baggage is. Um, Think about Clinton last year. If you're a rider last year, you're able to dip your tire and then there was the sidewalk all along the Mississippi and you could just take that sidewalk right down to your baggage and then to the long-term parking. So ideally, it'll be a similar setup like that this year. Okay, so next question. So I parked my car in Lansing. I got my long-term parking set up. How do I get back to my car either if I parked in Sergeant Bluff how do I get from Lansing to Sergeant Bluff? If I park in Lansing before the ride? How do I get from that car to the start of Ragbri? Well, that is an excellent question. That is not something that Ragbri organizes, but but we have options for you. We have a whole series of we call them airport shuttles. That's just the name for it. It includes shuttles from long-term parking to the start or from the finish to the start, whichever um it will have a tab on ragbry.com again it's a little early to have that information published but we have i don't know maybe a dozen options for you we even have options like i said it is called airport shuttles so we do have options from the major airports around Iowa um including Des Moines including Omaha obviously not Iowa but near Iowa okay um from i believe we might even have one out of La Crosse Wisconsin this time because it's up there by Lansing uh we have all different options so just hang tight. We're going to have that information published soon. It usually comes out around the same time as that long-term parking comes out. So just give us another couple weeks. We'll have that information ready and you'll be able to book everything. That's the way that people usually do it. They book with a charter and get a ride with on a shuttle bus with them. Or you can have a friend pick you up. I mean, I guess that's possible too. Or if you have a, a driver, they can come and get you. I hope that made sense. If not, you can email info at ragbride.com. <laughs> our us on social media and we'll get back to you. Okay. Next question. What is included in my luggage service? Well, in luggage service, we include the transport of a one, count it one bag up to 50 pounds. Now, if you have a sleeping bag bungee corded to that bag, it counts as one. If you have a tent bungee corded to the outside of your bag, it counts as one. It just has to weigh 50 pounds or less. And yes, we do weigh it. We have a little like fishing scale where we hang it from a hook and we'll weigh it, and you know, some people feel like they can get by, they're like, oh, but what if it's 51 pounds? Well, I'll tell you, our baggage technicians throw thousands of bags per day. They can tell if it's one pound off, even without weighing it. So I'm really sorry if you're trying to pull a fast one, is not going to work. So anyway, so you'll get your bag, you get one luggage tag, but just say like, oh, you're going to leave your bag in the baggage area, But I really want my mom to come pick it up for me. Great. You can have up to three other people pick up your bag. And the way that you would arrange for that to be possible is on the back of the tag. There's going to be little lines and you can write their wristband numbers on that tag. And in order to take your bag from the baggage area, you have to show your wristband. And it has to match whatever the tag is on the bag. Just a little bit about how the baggage service works. You'll go to the main campground in the morning between 5 a.m. and 8 a.m. And you drop off your bag. You need to put it right on the truck. Don't leave it in the grass next to the truck. Get it on the truck. And I will tell you, they run a tight ship. 8 a.m. is the cutoff. And there is a, I don't know if it's a bell or like a gong or something, but they will do a warning, 15-minute warning, so that if you're in the area, you know to get your rear in gear and get your bag on the truck. And then they have to drive to wherever the next town is, of course, and get set up. It's approximately 11 a.m. when they're open to for bags later in the next town. Um, But again, that depends on traffic. That depends on trying to find the location. That depends on how long it takes them to get set up. So approximately 11am. The one thing that our baggage leader always says to have me remind you of is that don't use hard-sided luggage. Do not use plastic totes. They're going to get smushed. They're going to get crushed. And they just don't travel well in the way that we have our baggage set up a lot of people use duffel bags or like we used to use army surf plus duffel bags um those work great if you have anything smushable you could do a hard like a container inside of that duffel bag but just don't have the outside suitcase be hard shell because it's going to get cracked or the wheels are going to get smushed and turn sideways you're not going to be able to roll your luggage that's just kind of how it works on ragbri um so yeah i would say Also, word of the wise, put your uh, things that you don't want to get wet inside a Ziploc bag because do happens, okay? All right, so that's just a little really quick info on luggage. Then a couple other questions that I have seen on the info inbox. OMG, I can't see my registration on ragbag.com. What the heck is wrong? Did I really register? Well, I'll tell you this. Our registration setup is a little bit different in that our InMotive.com registration site doesn't talk to ragbrite.com, so it's two separate accounts that you'll be setting up. You don't necessarily even need a ragbry.com account unless you are purchasing merchandise separately from your registration or you want to post on the forum. You really want to be on InMotive.com. That's an E-N motive. Uh, the links are on ragbry.com as well, and I understand how it's easy to mix them up, but that's just the way it is. So... Um, Odds are you probably are registered, especially if you got a confirmation or email, you're registered. But again, you're always welcome to email us, and we'll double check that for you. Uh, the other question we've been getting a lot of lately is, is there power available to charge my computer, or my phone, or my lights, or anything else along the route? Well, the answer is yes, but I can't tell you specifically where that's going to be, because Ragbrai doesn't—we pr- don't provide it ourselves. Um, that's something that you would find in the town and it's sort of like I always looked at it as a little adventure because you could be charging your phone in the church where you're having dinner or in the shelter next to your campsite or sometimes libraries do here's a power strip and you can give us a at-will donation to charge your phone. There will be places for available for you but you have to find them. There's also going to be a couple of different vendors along the route that provide phone charging. I'm not exactly sure who those are yet but in the past couple years, we've had some phone charging vendors. The other thing that I used to do when I rode Ragbri, uh, I mean, I'm still on Ragbri, just not on the bike. But what I used to do is bring a little solar charger. They have some that are pretty lightweight that you can strap to the back of your bike or on the top of your campsite um, or your tent so that you can charge your phone that way. Um, I also brought like an external battery pack that would help get me through like emergency situations. So... I would suggest that you diversify your options, try be able to charge things different ways. Okay. Next question. Are e-bikes legal on RAGBRAI? Well, the answer is yes. If they are street legal in the state of Iowa, which pretty much any bike that you would get for, from a bike shop or a sporting goods store like Shields would be absolutely fine on RAGBRAI. Again, the issue would be charging it. Uh, again, I am not sure where the charging stations are going to be because there are a lot of third-party vendors. There will be at least one. There is always at least one, um, a couple. If you ride with a charter, it's possible they have options for you. Um, But unfortunately, you're kind of on your own as far as charging your e-bike battery. And that is the one, obviously, really important factor. So I'm sorry I can't give you more options on that. Hopefully, as we get closer to the ride, we'll be made aware of some of the vendors that are going to be out there for you. All right, so my fourth and final promise to you in the intro of this episode was to have a John Karras article, and guess what? I have one, and as a bonus, it's written by Karras about Donald Call, so you get two for one, and it is from September 8th, 1974, which would have been just after the second annual Great Bike Ride across Iowa, aka Sagbry. so they would know each other fairly well at that point they were friends before RAGBRAI was ever created and now they have ridden across the state twice at least. I don't know if they did any preview rides or not as we do them today where they ride the full thing but anyway they spent a good deal of time together. All right so it's entitled But What's He Really Like by John Karras. Iowans it seems are curious about Donald Call. That's understandable because he's something of an Iowa celebrity and people are always curious about celebrities. One woman, for example, asked me, what's he like at a party? Mainly I said he just stands around and tries to look European. Which is the truth. But which is the truth, but doesn't really tell you anything about call. Donald and I have been friends for several years, and I won't bore you with a recitation of his many fine qualities. Who wants to learn, for example, that a celebrity is moral? I'll just tell you how we used to ride to work together when Donald lived in Des Moines on our bicycles. I'd get to Donald's house at about 8 a.m., let myself in, bring in the paper, pet Bugle the dog, an improbable-looking beast without front or rear end that wagged all over, let Bugle out, pet the cat, yell upstairs that it was time to get up, and put on a pot of coffee. Shortly, Rachel, the call's youngest child, would appear, give me a good morning kiss, and jump on my stomach. After Rachel, Sue, whom Donald Call's wife and whom I love almost as dearly, would come down in a dressing gown and bless me for the smell of perking coffee. Then Leslie, daughter number one, would appear, roll her eyes and say something like, "'Good morning, Mr. Sunshine.'" Then Chris, the Call's son, would show up, rubbing his eyes as if it were the first day of creation and he had no idea how he'd got involved. And finally, Donald, barefoot in pajamas, would shuffle in growling, pick up the paper, and turn to the sports section and curse the Detroit Tigers, or whatever Detroit team was in season because Donald is from Detroit and has never outgrown the youthful impulse to cheer the home team for losing the day before. Eventually, we would all have coffee and toast and eggs and cereal or whatever. Donald would go get dressed and it would be time to go. He would get on his bike and wheel it to the street, stop and look down at his feet. Damn it, he would say. What's the matter, I would say. My rubber band, he would say. Donald used a rubber band to keep his right trouser cuff tight around his ankle and clear of the greasy chain. Then we would stop, prop up the bikes, and go back into the house and search for Donald's rubber band. Everyone in the house would be accused of having hidden it, or having appropriated it, or having abused it, but would always find it right where Donald left it at the last time he took it off his ankle. Finally, we'd be off to work. And that's what Donald Call is like. To be his friend is far more than to be his friend. It's to put up with him. And what else are friends for? I hope you all enjoyed the article as much as I did. And may we all have friends that are more than friends. They're people we put up with as well. I don't know if that was as inspiring as I thought it would sound, but you know what? (laughs) We're going to roll with it. (laughs) I love their friendship and I love this little insight into the way that they were. All right. So that's it for today's parrot talk. It's been lovely squawking at you. If you have a question for a future parrot talk, I want you to reach out to me at JustGoBikePodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to everyone who has already. And you can also get a hold of us at Just Go Bike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I also want to welcome you to call us and leave a voicemail on the Ragby 101 hotline, 515-303-0385. And I'll squawk at you later. Rob! Well, listeners, that is
1: it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike
0: Podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at JustGoBikePodcast at gmail.com, or you can also follow us on social media at JustGoBike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast,
1: especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap
0: we'll be back next week. Until then, just go fight!